from the North Devon coast to the Atlantic shores, from the tropical rainforests to the sunny Azores, from Icelandic wastelands to Australian deserts. This is Cauldron FM, where the magic really happens. Enter Merlin! But beware, do not interrupt his magic!
Hi and welcome to Cauldron FM, The Sound of Magic, with me, the Merlin. And this show comes to you from the North Devon coast of England. And this month we are entering the August meet. And we began the show with the first track by Celia Ferran, and that was called Everyday Goddess. And next up we have somebody called Adrian Kazil with an instrumental called Fire. From North Devon to Delaware, this is Cauldron FM. The sound of magic. Thank you. 
You're listening to The Merlin on Colgen FM, the sound of magic. FM, the sound of magic. Ooh. 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 
During my research for this show, I came across the following piece about Wiccan, written by Helen A. Berger, who was a resident scholar at Brandles University Women's Studies Research Centre. And this article originally appeared on The Conversation. Wicca and witchcraft are popping up in popular culture these days, from teenage witches on TikTok to a Marvel comic superhero called Wiccan. It has even led the New York Times to ask, when did everyone become a witch? Wicca is an alternative minority religion that began in the UK in the 1940s. Adherents, regardless of gender, call themselves witches. Wicca and witchcraft are part of the larger contemporary pagan movement, which includes druids and heathens, among others. All these spiritual paths, as pagans refer to them, base their practices on pre-Christian religions and cultures. Ever since Wicca arrived in the United States in the 1960s, it has been growing, sometimes by leaps and bounds, and other times more slowly. It is estimated that there could be around 1.5 million witches in the US alone. However, not all witches consider themselves Wiccans. Based on recent survey data, approximately 800,000 Americans are Wiccans. The increasing numbers that have been witnessed in surveys and the growth of groups such as those on TikTok suggests that the religion is continuing to grow. The Wiccan religion differentiates itself from more mainstream religions such as Christianity by celebrating a goddess as well as a god. In addition, Wicca lacks a formal institutional structure such as a church and puts more emphasis on ritual and direct spiritual experience rather than belief. Adherents refer to themselves as practitioners, not believers. A yearly cycle of rituals known as Sabbaths celebrate the beginning and height of each of the four seasons of the Northern Hemisphere. Each ritual encourages participants to celebrate the changes the seasons bring to nature and to reflect on how those changes are mirrored in their own lives. For example, at Beltane, which takes place on the 1st of May, which is the height of spring, we can celebrate fertility in both the earth and in people's lives. The rituals are constructed to not only celebrate the season, but to put the participant in direct contact with the divine. Wiccans have one overriding rule, lest it harm none, do as you will. And there is no single religious text that they draw beliefs from. Most Wiccans practice alone, and they are free to develop their own spiritual unique practice. They are nonetheless in regular contact networking on the internet and congregating at large gatherings to conduct rituals, learn about magical and spiritual practices from one another and enter what they see as a magical space where they can more easily and readily encounter and embrace divinity. Although many Wiccans claim to draw inspiration from ancient cultures, such as pre-Christian Anglo-Saxon and Celtic traditions, it can be seen very much as a religion of our times. The goddess, provides a female face for the divine, appealing to feminists and those who seek girl power. Wiccans see divinity in nature, which resonates with the growing environmental concerns, particularly amongst the young. Most Wiccans practice magic, which they believe taps into a spirit world often referred to as the other world. Others think of magic as drawing on an energy field they view as surrounding all of us. They do magic to heal themselves and others, 
or to find a new home or job, among other things. And they emphasize that magic must not cause harm. Magic is viewed as changing the practitioners as much as their circumstances, encouraging adherence to pursue self-growth and self-empowerment. There is currently an increase in the United States of those with no formal religious affiliation, with just over a quarter of all Americans considering themselves spiritual but not religious. As sociologist Courtney Bender has noted, many members of this group tend to avoid formal religious structures but instead participate in occult practices that enhance their self-development, in these ways echoing spiritual practices of Wiccans. So, an interesting article there. I would like to thank Helen Berger for that article. Blessed be.
You're listening to Cauldron FM, the sound of magic. And now it's time for our crystal of the month. Brought to you by Ems from Saltwater Gaia. Merry meet, this is Ems from Saltwater Gaia with this meets crystal of the month segment. Um, <laughs> as you can probably hear, I'm sat outside trying not to be eaten by gnats and midges at the moment. And the magpies are kicking off. So anyway, I'm going to continue and we'll have the sounds of nature while I talk. So I am a self-employed crystal healing master teacher and practitioner based on the beautiful North Devon coast, but I work around Devon, Cornwall, Somerset and further afield, including remotely. I offer other energy healing modalities, including massage and aromatherapy, but crystals are my passion and specialty. I teach courses from beginners practitioner levels and a range of workshops for children to adults for all levels. Now, Malachite has been on my mind recently, or rather in my dreams as a result of this vivid craziness that's been sparked by the Lionsgate portal over the last week or so. Thankfully that's now beginning to calm down, but we do have the the waxing Dog Days Moon, uh, which is arriving on Friday, so it's all up and down at the moment. Um, And I recently uh, read a a novel... um, which kind of caught my eye. It's one of those cheap downloads off um, um, Kindle. And um, in it, bizarrely, it didn't mention it, they were talking about crystals, and malachite popped up. And it reminded me how far I've come from absolutely hating malachite. Um, now, this isn't the stone's fault at all, as I'm sure you're aware, but more the energy of the stone and what that triggered deep within me. Crystals that repel us on whatever level are those that we need to seek out and work with the most. Um, So it's advisable to work in graduation um, so the effects are gentled a little with stones such as rose quartz. Now malachite was this such a stone for me, which is odd as I previously had a beautiful ring of malachite um, which has since long mysteriously disappeared. So fast forward um, about 15 years from having this beautiful malachite ring and I was training with Philip Permit for my crystal healing advanced practitioner qualification and he gave me a piece to take back to the hotel with me overnight. It's actually sat here while I write with this uh, because it was really jogging my memory. Anyway, I flatly refused. Um, I just couldn't bring myself to touch it, let alone take it back with me and work with it and pop it under my pillow, etc., However, Philip knows what he's doing and um, convinced me into it, gave me this this beautiful little malachite stone, which I still have with me. Um, And little by little, the barriers began to fall away and I rediscovered my love for malachite. So the reason for this is malachite is like an emotional emetic. It really does purge the heart and the higher heart chakras as well as the aura to draw out suppressed emotions and clear away blockages. So it's opening the heart back up to unconditional love. So after several not so great relationships and issues, there was literally a fortress around my heart. And this was due largely to compartmentalizing my feelings and emotions and locking them away rather than dealing with them. But be warned, malachite is like a skeleton key to your own personal pandora's box and it releases everything at once as a result it's kind of a kick-ass stone so if you are unsure you should always maybe let a professional just turn that key while they're holding space for you to help you deal with the emotions that come up rather than trying to struggle on your own 
Malachite is a carbonate copper, so not to be used for elixirs or gemesses or gem waters any other way than the indirect method. The colour itself ranges from emerald green to grass green with black and pale green stripes, bands, swirls. When you polish it, these, these lovely green bands are just stunning and they become more visible, almost to kind of like bullseyes. And they're often found in combination with azurite and chrysocolla, um, either individually or both together um, as this kind of variant crystals. The alternating bands of the light and dark represent a target um, as malachite seeks to lock onto negative blocks of energy and then remove them to promote the wellness and the well-being. And this is especially two of the emotional pain, hence the, the kind of purging effect. So malachite personifies deep healing greens, the greens of nature and all that they represent from the smallest of herbs to the biggest of trees and everything in between. And it grounds the higher and lower energies, drawing them away from harm. So it's a stone that pulls in rather than concentrates on emitting its own healing energy. And it's actually one of the oldest known stones has been used for thousands of years for its healing and transformative properties. Um, the upper classes of the ancient Egyptians used it as a power stone. And the pharaohs themselves would actually line their headdresses um, with it because they believed it helped them to um, rule wisely. And it would also be crushed as lapis lazuli, which we've covered previously, for paint and other cosmetic purposes. So it really is like this good, honest friend that will tell you the truth about yourself. No sugar coating, no holds barred and really give you that kick at the backside when you need it. On a physical level, malachite can help to regulate blood pressure, help with sinus congestion and any of the body cycles such as menstrual cycles, sleep and so on. And I find it's an amazing go-to where my asthma starts up as the energy feels like a kind of a, a menthol sweet, just cooling and cutting through those blockages that are stopping me from getting full lungfuls of air. Spiritually, it's able to circumvent the ego. So it aligns us with our higher self and our will. It supports our inner vision and its energy shifts in waves through all the layers of our auras and our chakras to release uh, blockages and darkness and all that stuff that needs to be released that we shouldn't be holding on to. Because when we hold on to stuff, everything has to come out somehow, way or other. And more often than not, when it's emotional, it can start to come out physically and mentally. So as well as an emotional purger, Malachite is able to draw out physical pain and distress from the heart centre. It heals old emotional wounds, strengthens willpower and allows us to grow from the lessons of past relationships. It's also wonderful for dealing with emotional abuse way back in childhood or maybe carried through from a past life. Once the heart is healed and we're ready to move on, it enhances dedication and fidelity in the new, focusing on love rather than need. For those living with mental health issues, it encourages you to uncover the reasons for your distress and break these repeating pattern, you know, these repeating patterns of behaviour once and for all. Magically, it's said to help you overcome fears of flying, so you could actually program um, your crystal 
by holding it uh, before your trip and visualising yourself in the wings of Archangel Raphael, who's represented by this malachite green colour. Here's a few things that you can try with your malachite. Um, speak your fears and sorrows daily out loud while holding a crystal and then leave it in a safe and sheltered place outdoors overnight to carry away your fears. Again, in doing so, remember that it is a copper carbonate, so you don't want to have it um, anywhere that's begun into drinking water or anything else, um, or from the prying eyes of magpies who love their sparkly crystals if they're left out unattended. Be warned. Um, at work, malachite can help to protect you against uh, those noise and kind of overbright, that horrible unforgiving fluorescent lighting and that that real horrible buzz that comes with it as well as any sort of negative phones and emails that are directed at you as well anyway enjoy using your malachite uh, bright blessings until next month thank you she is teacher and experience she is wisdom she is crone, she is teacher and experience. She is wisdom, she is crone. She stirs the cauldron of all knowledge. She is the bringer of death and rebirth. She stirs the cauldron of all knowledge. She is the bringer of death and rebirth she is teacher and experience she is wisdom she is crone she is teacher and experience she is wisdom she is crone in the darkness time of sowing in the dream time she sits and stirs in the darkness the time of sowing in the dream time she sits and stirs sits and stirs she is teacher and experience she is wisdom she is grown she is teacher and experience she is wisdom, she is grown. She will lead you to your dark mind. And at the crossroads, she'll be your guide. She will lead you to your dark mind. And at the crossroads, she'll be your guide. She is teacher and experience. She is wisdom, she is grown, she is teacher and experience. She is wisdom, she is grown, 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 she is grown. Crossroads with the cauldron 
was written it was inspired by a true magician mystical magical free your mind i've written this for those of my friends and family who don't exactly know what a pagan is or who may have grown up with misconceptions about who or what we are. Pagans and the rest of the world aren't all that different. We do not eat children. We do not fly on broomsticks, although it would save us a ton on fuel prices. We do not worship a devil, nor do we believe or acknowledge a Satan. That is a Christian ideology. Catholics light a candle and pray. So do pagans. Catholics also have celebratory feasts on marked religious days. So do pagans. We have four main sabbats, and we celebrate the full moon cycle, which we call esbats. It is at these times that we celebrate the marked change of the seasons, the cycle of life and death, which we call the wheel of the year, and pray for the things we wish to have enter our lives. We honour those who have passed on before us, and those whom we know are going through struggle. Some Christians dance and sing at church during prayer. So do pagans. We enjoy a vast richness of artwork that denotes our history through the ages. We make beautiful crafts, create beautiful music, and we enjoy and learn from the diversity and practices of other cultures and pantheons. Pagans honour the sun that breathes energy into all living things, and the rain that nourishes them. We acknowledge the gentle summer breeze, and use the natural resources around us to heal, feed ourselves and our families. Many of today's religions and their rituals came from paganism. The five-star encircled pentacle means as much to us as your crucifix does to you. It has always been counted as very protective. In medieval times, it was used as a protection against demons, and it is worn, visualised or placed around the house by modern-day Wiccans to protect. It is a portrayal of the four magical elements under spirit. Earth, the lower left-hand corner, represents stability and physical endurance. Fire, the lower right-hand corner, 
represents courage and daring. Water, upper left-hand corner, represents emotions and intuition. Air, upper right-hand corner, represents intelligence and the arts. Spirit, at the topmost point, represents the one and the divine. This, while encircled, is a magical diagram of the universe. The circle symbolises completeness or the all, and the five points are the components of this. All are equal and in balance. As above, so below. As with the universe, so with people. The whole person is made up ideally of all components in balance. You can see it makes the shape of a person, reinforcing the idea of both this balance inside ourselves and the law as above, so below. Magic to us is what miracles are to others. Christians pray to a God, who was once a living man on earth. Pagans pray to a goddess, who many of you call Mother Nature. Christians offer fellowship, so do pagans, and not only to those who have the same religious practices and beliefs as we have. We believe that God has no religion, that we are all children of the universe, and we should treat others with the utmost love, kindness and compassion. So please, before you make a negative connotation about witches, and before you pass judgment, know what a witch is first, and know the person second before you judge. We aren't pot-smoking hippies who light candles and dance naked under the light of the full moon. Not all of us, anyway. <laughs> we are nurses, we are midwives, we are lawyers, teachers, doctors, musicians, archaeologists, law enforcement officers, military, bankers, real estate and insurance agents. We are someone's brother or sister, someone's child or parent, someone's best friend. I know that there are a lot here on my friends list who know what I am and what I have always been and just quietly sweep my posts or comments under the rug. Thank you for your acceptance. Thank you for not trying to stuff your beliefs down my throat. Thank you for not following the flock that says you're going to hell. After all, it is my salvation, and I have found it in my own spiritual way, just as you have with yours. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this, in order to understand what pagans really are. And thank you for loving me even though I do not attend your Mass, pray your prayers, or obey your God. Spirituality is universal and the universe knows what each of us hold in our hearts. Blessed be. And that was written by a lady called Crystal Garcia. And I would like to say thank you very much to Crystal for writing that. And I, I do apologise for the little changes that I had to make, but because this is a radio broadcast, it wouldn't make much sense if I'd used the words that she actually used in the context that they used them. So I hope you've enjoyed that little piece. If it's invoked any sort of feelings within you, then that's brilliant. And I hope that if you are listening to this and you are of the Christian faith or any other faith apart from the Wiccan faith or witchcraft, 
that it made you think a little bit about what we represent, what we stand for. And if you are one of our followers, one of our members of the faith or whatever, that it's also made you think about what it means for you to be a witch or a Wiccan or a witch and a Wiccan, whichever way you look at it. Let's move on to the next thing. Mystical. Magical. You set him up to war, you didn't care what he 
freedom of speech, freedom of faith, freedom of religion, freedom to stand up and fight for what we believe in, freedom of speech, freedom of faith, freedom of religion, freedom to stand up and fight for what we believe in, freedom of speech, freedom of faith, freedom of religion, freedom to stand up and fight.
making magical, mystical memories. Merlin.
There's a war on nature And we can all choose what to do So if you feel like I feel the love of the earth Well, you can be an earth warrior too Cause I'm a warrior How about you?
fighting for the earth. Every so often, as a musician, you meet somebody and you think, why do I bother? Because they are just fantastic. And with this next band, I feel that about the keyboard player. The band are from Ilfracombe, where I live. They're called Open Mind, and I've known the band for a long time. And this keyboard player, Noel, is absolutely phenomenal. He teaches music, as do I, but he just knocks me into a cocked hat, and I just can't hold a candle to him. So here are Open Mind, and a track of theirs from their latest EP called Every Day Has a Night.
land and sea, chant the rune and it is done, as we will so mote it be. So that was a very, very haunting track by S.J. Tucker, entitled Witch's Rune. And coming next, we stay with the ladies for Wendy Rule and something called My Sister the Moon. I feel you now, you're moving through me, life and death, and life and death over.
A few years ago, and some of you may have heard this story, I was asked to take some photographs for a band called Tuatha Dea. Unfortunately, owing to the distance between the UK and the USA, and the fact that the tour was six months long, it was agreed that I wouldn't do that because it wouldn't be fair on my wife and family. So, sadly, opportunity missed, but we still stay friends and we still talk quite often on social media. So here are Tuatha Dea with Long Black Curl, the track that I first heard of theirs and fell in love with. Thank you. 
Well, sadly, that brings us to the end of this programme. I would like to thank all the artists who have allowed me to use their music. I'd like to thank Emma, or Ems, for her piece on the crystals. And I'd like to thank you for listening. So this is the Merlin saying thanks very much, and I'll catch you again very, very soon. Blessed be. Golden FM is a Moonshadow Media Production.